everybody. This is Rabbi Shoshana Lis. I am here with Rabbi Charner Rosenholtz and Rabbi Ben Newman. We have come together again for our new podcast, Four Worlds Torah, digging for treasures in the Torah, treasures that matter for our lives and for the world. This week, we will be exploring the Torah portion, Lech Lecha, beginning with you, Rabbi Charner Rosenholtz. Thank you so much, Rabbi Shoshana. Uh, so we're going to start today with the, uh, the Abrahamic journey, uh, the story of Avram and Sarai, uh, the story of the Avram, the great father, Av meaning father, Ram meaning great, the great father to so many people. So we're going to begin and unpack chapter 12, verse 1. So I'm going to read it in Hebrew. And then go back and just translate each word. So it begins, Vayomer Adonai El Avram, Lech Lecha, Me'artzacha, Umimoladetecha, Umibet Avicha, El Ha'aretz Asher Arecha. So let's break that down. Vayomer Adonai. Vayomer, speak, God, God speaks, and it's the Yud Hey, Vav, hey principle, the transcendent facet of God's presence, who is speaking here to Avram, saying, Lech Lecha. Lech meaning to walk, to go, to move forward. And then Lecha, which can be translated as Le to Cha you. Go to you. Or in other words, as you journey out. Avram and walk forward simultaneously walk within yourself look within yourself the outer journey and the inward journey occur simultaneously in other words we receive a spiritual direction to move forward yet develop inwardly at the same time then it says, May Artsacha, from your land, from the earth, the land from which you came, which we can look at as from your cultural background. What is the culture of the soil in which you grew up? How does that move through you? Lech Lecha, May Artsacha, go forth externally and internally at the same time. First of all, from that cultural land. Then from umimoladetecha, which comes from the Hebrew word child or um, family history, um, uh, the ancestral lineage. We all have habits that occur, we're learning about that gets passed down to us about our own ancestral journey. So as you journey forth and inward, look at both your culture your family ancestry, and then umi beit avicha, from your father's house, from the personal history of what happens within a family. Take a look at who you are, not just from the soul spark of who you are, but how has your lineage, your, your, your culture, and your family habits helped form or inform who you are. And lastly, as you go, go to the land I will show you, Arecha, 
the land I will show you, which means you don't even know where you're going. I am saying, go out. Uh, God is saying, go out, go out, not knowing where, displacing yourself from your past to create something new. It's a true walk away, letting the old collapse to allow something new to reemerge. Allow yourself to live in the ambiguity of not knowing. So dear rabbi friends, I offer that translation for you and would love to hear um, what comes up for you as you look at this spiritual instruction from uh, that point of view. You're not going to believe what I'm going to say, but this past Sunday, we had uh, dress up as your favorite Jewish character at Hebrew school. And I chose, I've been really deepening into this idea of purple. Like we got to come together, you know, this country, red and blue makes purple and purple's always been my favorite color. So I went with, I said, who's the Jewish character? Aaron is the peacemaker bringing together opposites. That's the peacemaker. So I dressed in purple and then I wore a Yankees hat and a Red Sox hat. I was raised Red Sox through and through. That was the only thing we were ever taught it was okay to hate the New York Yankees. There's been an evolution since then. I find myself a baseball coach of Yankees fans here in New York. I found myself at Yankee Stadium with my son. And I said, there's something about this place I sort of like. It's New York. It's diversity. It's more, I don't know, uh, there's a soulfulness that comes from just, it, it, it's like you're walking the streets of the city. There's like the spirit of the place was felt, uh, the spirit of New York City was felt in the form of a you know baseball stadium. And, you know, simple kindness and connection and all that. Whereas Fenway Park is a different culture. So I think this says everything about you know, marrying someone from New York. And there's these moments where I bring a sort of like, I don't know, more, ref what's the word? is it more refined or more, Ben can speak it, like how my Bostonian background sometimes holds me back from my full self-expression. I wouldn't go so far as to say I must leave my entire culture of Boston behind, but it's about bringing awareness to how your culture, your particular culture has shaped you and how it's good to look at even the possibility of stepping into Yankee Stadium from a cultural perspective and allowing myself to sink into what it means to cheer for the Yankees. I hope my Bostonian family isn't listening to this. Hopefully they are listening to it. I hope they are. Um, so for me, I'm sort of struck today by the line between, you know, at first I was thinking, well, what does it mean, lech lecha, you know, leaving behind all these things? Well, I, I, maybe it means to bring awareness to how much your cultural lineage and your, uh, and your family, uh, mishagas or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, ancestral pain or whatever it is has to, uh, is, is, is coming into play in the way you operate in the world. But then I was like, well, you know, there's also, there's a contradiction here because you don't, it says lech lecha, it doesn't, and it says go into yourself. It, it doesn't, 
it, it shouldn't mean leaving everything behind, right? Like, because there's a certain amount you have to take with you and there's a certain amount that's, that's valuable, you know? And, and, you know, I'm thinking uh, lately because I've been going to Buddhist retreats and practicing Buddhism, like, am I, should I like leave Judaism behind? Like, yeah, you know, because there's cultural baggage there, right? There's, you know, this, that a lot of the stories are, you know, sexist and, and uh, there's valences that I don't agree with, with gender and, and uh, certain values that are ancient. Like, why am I so attached to them? And, and yeah, we have to dig for treasures in Judaism, like, and, and some of these other spiritual traditions are like, right there, you don't have to dig, like, you can just (laughs) pull them up. So like, so like, but the part of me is like, okay, yeah, leave it all behind. Like, get out of it. Like, why do I have to, like, hold on to that stuff? So so to this week, when I'm listening to this story, I'm struck by this, like, but how much do you keep, right? And how much do you retain? How much did Abraham retain from his, uh, from his Babylonian heritage or wherever he was from originally, you know, the... Uh, what was it? Or or was one of the te- was it or of the Kazdim, you know, that he came from? Like how much did he retain right. from that? Right. And and, and, and and yeah. I think the invitation here is to um there's no such thing as an all or nothing black and white either or, at least from the Torah's perspective, any seeming binary has an invitation within it to to create a kind of um, paradoxical approach to looking at that binary to come up with a, a a a new thing to transform it, and so I think the invitation here is for us to look in and understand what the factors are from our past, and so we can make a conscious decision of what we keep and what we don't want to. If so, bringing awareness to it. Yeah. Bringing awareness to it. If you don't study it and explore it and understand the impact, then it controls you. When you understand it and then you can grow out of that, you make conscious choices, allowing yourself to, quote unquote, climb the um, the ladder of the 50 gates of understanding. Let's be very clear. This word lach. Lamed has a a numerical value of 30. Chaf has a numerical value of 20. 30 plus 20 is 50. You're being told about there's something about this importance of 50 as an aspiration. 50 as a representation of the 50 gates of understanding. 50 as a representation of Bina going outside of the ordinary Allow yourself to explore and understand the factors that influence you. I think that's the invitation here. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that's important. Um, uh, and yeah, it's about bringing awareness. So I was thinking about my family uh, that I grew up with. Uh, and, you know, last week, I I had sort of an experience where I felt triggered uh, by a, a social interaction that I was having. And I realized that uh, some of the triggering was actually coming from a deep pain of my family and my family upbringing. Uh, and that I had to, once I brought awareness to it, I was able to lech lecha. Like I was able to get out of it and say, oh, here it is. Like, 
and and this is about spiritual practice in general, right? Is is turning um, turning a subject into an object, right? Mm-hmm. So we think, right? When when we think when when we're in, encountering something like from our past that triggers us, that it's us, right? That it is us. Like you say, like I'm angry, or you know, and it becomes you. Versus like being aware, once you're aware of it and you turn it into an object, right? Oh, that's that thing that triggers me. Oh, that's that story that I tell. Then it's like, it's not me anymore. Mm -hmm. You're able to separate yourself from it. And then you have the opportunity to move beyond it. And I'll I'll close with, and hopefully close our session is, oh, Charda is gonna close after me, um, which is to say, when you said subject object, you can't be with another person as another subject, as an I, thou. You are, if you are relating to that person, like they're your blah, 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 person. Projective screen. So, you, so, right. So it's not only do you make subject object, but you also make object subject. I'm no longer objectifying who's in front of me. I'm making them a thou worthy of profound and you know, right. mutual so you can, respect can happen. You can relate to somebody as if it, they're the divine within them. Exactly. In the present moment, yeah. who they actually are. Reb Charna, that's absolutely beautiful. And thank you bringing up the absolute essential nature of developing that witness self so that you can be responsive as opposed to reactive. And you can only do that by that deep exploration. So I just want to close by saying that as the uh, the Avram who becomes Abraham as we learn more about him and Sarai, because Abraham and Sarah were a pair. He was who he was because of her. She was who she was because of him. We have to think Abraham. We also have to think Sarah, both the masculine and feminine here. But I just want to say that Avram and, and Sarai's journey is our journey, the journey to doing self-exploration and to really go within to explore ourselves in order to be able to journey into a world that you don't know what's coming. And that sense that hero's journey includes the capacity for being able to face what you don't know is coming with spiritual strength and sustenance, the sense of allowing ourselves to live in the ambiguity of today's times. And we would really like to bless everybody with that strength to be able to face the times that are coming with self-awareness and the capacity to see the other in all their beauty. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hope to see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Take care. Till next time.